Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Limerick, uh, despite the fact across our two constituencies that six of the seven TDs voted for Micheál Martin as a Taoiseach, has no cabinet minister. The Midwest region, uh, which obviously would include Tipperary and Clare, has no cabinet minister. The entire west of Ireland, you could drive uh, right down along uh, the wild Atlantic way from Mallon Head uh, to uh, the Limerick border with Kerry at Tarbert. No cabinet minister. Kerry has one, um, a new TD, Norma Foley. She's the Minister for Education. And then you go to Cork and one constituency in Cork alone has three full cabinet ministers, including the Taoiseach Micheál Martin. Around Dublin, well, you've got six, don't you? And then in the uh, wider area uh, outside uh, Dublin, uh, a number of other cabinet ministers. The Midlands, they have one with uh, Barry Cowan. Uh, But we here in Limerick, uh, not for the first time, in recent times, uh, does not have a full cabinet uh, voice, um, does not have a vote at the cabinet uh, table. um, And uh, we're going to talk to uh, our TDs. We've invited them all on across the show uh, this morning and joining us right at the start is uh, Brian Ledden, a Green Party TD for Limerick City. Of course, the Greens, as you well know, in government, having significantly endorsed the programme for government on uh, Friday. Uh, and uh, we also have uh, Fine Gael TD for Limerick County, Patrick O'Donovan. Uh, we, as I say, invited all of the TDs and we are trying to get in touch uh, with Willie O'D of uh, Fianna Fáil for Limerick City, um, uh, hoping uh, at the moment, I think uh, his phone is going straight to voicemail for what we can gather. So if anyone is in contact with Willie or if he happens to be listening himself, we are trying to get you, Willie, to bring you on and have your say as well this morning. But we will start uh, with Patrick O'Donovan and Brian Ledden and uh, both of you are welcome to uh, the show. Uh, Good morning to you. Um, uh, Brian Ledden, it, it appears as though you would have been better off being a senator. You might have got closer Uh, to the cabinet table than you have. How has this happened? How have we been left abandoned by this new government when it comes to a cabinet minister? Uh, Good morning, Joe, and good morning to your listeners. Um, It is is disappointing that the Midwest doesn't have representation and indeed large swathes of the country haven't been represented at the cabinet table. Um, Unfortunately, that's that's politics and and its circumstances. And... um, you know, in these decisions, there's a lot of consideration. I think the reality is, you know, there are very capable people uh, that have been selected for the cabinet, and I do think they are the right people to see us out of the crisis. So, you know, the geographic spread is important, but um, there are a lot of other considerations as well. And you have to remember as well that five of the seven Limerick TDs, and indeed TDs in Clare and Tipperary, are also on the government side. So it does represent a strong block for the Midwest in government. Right, but that didn't seem to make much difference when it came to full cabinet ministries being doled out, did it? Well, it is like it's a, you know you've, uh, the whole overwhelming majority of TDs in the Midwest are government and are going to be pulling for the Midwest, and I'll be working with Patrick and with Niall and, and Willie and uh, and others across the region to ensure that the Midwest does actually get its voice heard. Now, you um, were, and maybe you still are, the Green Party's uh, spokesperson on communications, um, but uh, Catherine Martin is in charge of media as a full minister, not you. Yeah, uh, well, the, there was uh, a reshuffle of 
of functions across all departments and uh, communications has gone into uh, that one that uh, Catherine Martin has, which is uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, roles within that one. Uh, communications traditionally was in, well, in the last government, it was in climate and environment and uh, Eamon's taken on that job, which has become a very big department because uh, it includes transport now as well. Um, so uh, it, it's, it's good, actually, that the, the Green Ministers, uh, while we have only three cabinet posts, we have uh, huge responsibility across the functions of government. Mm. Uh, Patrick O'Donovan, Fine Gael, uh, TD, um, you were the most uh, senior government representative uh, as Minister of uh, State uh, and uh, we complained about the previous cabinet uh, under uh, then Taoiseach Leo Varadkar uh, as being so lopsided it could fall into Dublin Bay with its East Coast bias. It looks like a paragon of regional balance compared to this. This is a joke. Well, good morning, Joe, and, um, and good morning as well to your listeners. Look, Ashmon, it's disappointing. It's disappointing on a personal basis, but it's disappointing as well on a regional basis. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say otherwise. Um, but, you know, some of your colleagues during the print section, um, you know, the, the people that have the, the crystal balls, if you actually go back and, and read some of what they would have printed maybe in the week running up to, with the exception of one or two um, people, there was no major shocks. Um, so, ironically... Um, and maybe very regrettably, um, the Midwest wasn't I- identified as one of the areas I- I- at the start that was um, likely to see somebody being promoted, which is disappointing. But look, um, nobody's going to put up their hand now to say we're going to resign in favour of somebody from the Midwest. And I doubt it this morning as if somebody's going to be fired to make way for somebody from the Midwest. So the line out is there now, and it's almost like the morning after um, a match defeat. We can um, rake over it as much as we want. It's not going to change it. So we just have to get on with it now and work with the people that have been appointed. But does it suggest that all the talk of a counterpole to Dublin, right down the West Coast, this um, discussion that we've heard so much about Galway, Limerick to Cork to Waterford, uh, that regional approach that many governments, including your own, have talked about, is a load of baloney when it comes down to it, that the, the bias and the emphasis is and always will be on the Dublin region. Well, that's not necessarily the case. If you look at the map, actually, there's three TDs in one constituency in Cork, um, and it's the Taoiseach, um, Simon Coveney and Michael McGrath. Now, you could get down to the nitty-gritty and say, well, which one of the three of them should be fired um, if you were to say to make room for somebody um, somewhere else? And, like, you could go through every single one of the of the 15 and you, you could say, well, do they deserve to be fired? And on the merits, look, I mean, they've, they've, three leaders have picked <clears throat> three different teams and I don't think to be honest about it um, that I, any of the, the three leaders was looking over their shoulder to see what the other leaders were doing um, and as a result you have the line out that you have so um, in terms of the regional balance uh, look as I say they're picked now and we have to get on with it um, our job is going to have to be to make sure that um, and I mean I've done it in the last two dolls uh, that I have been very privileged to be a member of so it's going to be nothing new to me to make sure that um, we get, particularly in County Limerick, um, the best crack that we can of the whip. Um, we did it in the last government and I don't see any reason why we can't do it in this one. Yeah. Um, Brian Lydon, can you understand, uh, of the Green Party, of course, uh, why um, listeners this morning would be pretty sore about this? Or do you think that most listeners think it makes absolutely no difference whether we have a full cabinet ministry in Limerick in the Midwest? Well, 
I don't think we should conflate the commitment to to balance regional development with the the balance on the cabinet. Like I've no doubt at all that the whole cabinet is going to be pulling for the whole country. I, I have a very close relationship with Eamon Ryan, for example, and he's very excited about <coughs> delivering uh, transport investment for Limerick, for example, and for making the Shannon Estuary a world leader in in uh, provision of sustainable energy. So, um, you know, to answer your question, I, I think, um, you know, we're, we're going to have a, a strong cabinet, irrespective of the fact that we don't have uh, representation from Limerick. Uh, and I'm quite happy now that I'll have access to uh, ministers across all departments, and that's what Limerick needs. It needs uh, people who've, uh, you know, got... Uh, access and influence across health and, and tourism and development and transport and so on. Uh, so I I don't think we should see this in sporting terms. Uh, it is true that the the cabinet seats are are you know separated primarily between Dublin and Cork, but I don't think that that means that uh, it's just Dublin and Cork are going to be represented at the cabinet table. I fully expect Limerick will be and Patrick and myself and the others are certainly going to make sure of that. Right, we're talking to Green Party uh, TD Brian Ledden, uh, to Fine Gael's Patrick O'Donovan, um, and I mentioned we had invited Fianna Fáil's Willie O'D at this point of the show, and we have invited all of uh, the TDs across the two Limerick constituencies onto the show uh, this morning, uh, but the latest we've heard uh, from Willie O'D's assistant is that he can't make the show. That's pity. I do hope and I believe that this is the case that Niall Collins will be available to take a call later because I certainly want to hear about this from Fianna Fáil's um, perspective. Um, uh, Fianna Fáil um, obviously um, have uh, the incumbent now in uh, the Taoiseach's um, chair. Um, Brian Lennon, does that mean, by the way, that because um, the now Taoiseach did an extensive interview with us last week here on the Limerick Today show and uh, he uh, suggested at that point that the government would not be supporting... Uh, the Shannon and LNG gas project, but that the Limerick to Cork motorway project would go ahead. Is that your understanding? Well, my, my understanding is that there's been no change to the status of the, the Limerick-Cork um, interconnectivity project, which is what it actually is. It's looking at both road and rail on Shannon LNG. Uh, no, hang on a minute. Now, what does that mean? Now, don't 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 speak in riddles to me. What what do you mean by that in terms of the Limerick to Cork motorway project? Because the now Taoiseach said it was going ahead. Yeah, the the project like there's nothing in in the program for government that suggests that there's any change there. Uh, so the project team are looking at uh, both road and rail connections uh, between the two cities, uh, and uh, they they have yet. And to is that an either that. or? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's that's what they're looking at, and that's what they were tasked to do. So, um, it's, you know, the I, I firmly believe that the we need good inter-urban road connections. That's an absolute. Uh, I had a family member recently was rushed to, to hospital down in Cork uh, for a, criti- a critical operation, and that's one very good reason why you do need a strong road connection, and I would never have said otherwise. Uh, but, Joe, so there's, there's absolutely no change in the status of that, of that project at the moment. And the LNG project? LNG, uh, we've, the commitment in the program for government is to remove state support for the project and it's, uh, it's quite inconceivable that it would go ahead without state support. Patrick O'Donovan on both of those? 
Well, Yellen G project, you know, as I've, I've said on your show before, Joe, is that that process has started, and I think that any government going in needs to be mindful of the fact that they could wind up in the courts um, on, on on that issue. And I'm sure the Attorney General will be bringing his advice in relation to what can and can't be done on that. In relation to M20, the M20 has al- the project has already started, and you know, I know some of the national media were a bit were a bit hyperventilating over this last week and, and the week before. The M20 project has started. The road selection process has started. Uh, negotiation and consultation with, between both local authorities and some landowners has started. So the, the actual process of um, delivering the motorway between Cork and Limerick has started and you know it's not going to be stopped by this government. Mm. Um, do you believe, by the way, uh, as Brian Ledden seems to, that um, it is not particularly relevant to have you know, a local presence as a full cabinet minister, that we can trust this cabinet to consider... Um, uh, places like Athey, uh, for uppermost in their thinking, even though there isn't someone uh, who would know where Athey was in the cabinet itself. Well, you asked me the same question about a fortnight ago, so I'm not going to give you a different answer. I don't. I actually believe it is important that you have people spread across the country, because I think they bring a different perspective. Um, and I think when you have when you have clumps of people coming from different parts of the country, you you lose that perspective. Um, so the more that you can have uh, the better. But unfortunately, Joe, um, look, we're hamstrung as well by the, the Constitution, which was drafted for a different Ireland back in 1937. It didn't envisage a requirement for a need for regional balance because we were essentially, you know, at the time, a two-party state. It didn't envisage a um, requirement, for instance, for a gender uh, quota because essentially every minister was a man. Um, and it didn't envisage the complexity of government in terms of um, the new departments that are there, like uh, climate action, like children, like disabilities like equality, like tourism. So it didn't envisage any of those. So is it fit for purpose? Definitely not. And it's one of the things that I've said already earlier this morning to another one of your colleagues. It's something I think that needs to be given to a citizens' assembly because every single time, certainly in my time in politics, that there's been a line-out picked for ministers or ministers of state, this issue has always arisen. Where do they come from and are they a man or are they a woman? Yeah, it's particularly brutal this time, though, to be able to go brutal. from Malin Head down to, to, Abbey Field. To, to Abbey Field and not have a single full cabinet ministry. No, there There's nothing short ministers. of extraordinary. to be. There I mean, you do ministers. wonder what was going on between the three leaders. Well, there are two ministers sitting at the cabinet table and it is important to point out that never is there a vote taken at the cabinet. Um, a Taoiseach never calls a vote because it is the Taoiseach's responsibility to get consensus. But this issue of voting and non-voting is a, is a kind of a red herring. Um, but it, nonetheless, um, and, you know, when you have a map of Ireland out in front of you, um, it does call, you know, into question the whole balance. That's, it's done now. No one, as they say, is going to put their hand up to say, I'll resign, or definitely nobody's going to be fired over it. So we just have to wait until they're either reshuffled or moved. And until then, um, you know, we have to make sure that the, that, um, that Limerick, certainly, and I'm, you know, the wider Midwest secondarily, but certainly the, the Limerick area, and in my um, context, the county Limerick, rural part, uh, is continued to represent to be represented in the same fashion as I've represented for the last nine years. Do you expect to be reappointed as a Minister of State? You asked me that question as well, Joe, a fortnight ago, and, you know, in politics, you don't expect anything because the only thing you can expect is what you don't expect. Mm. What about you, Brian Ledden? Um, <laughs> go, go with Patrick's answer on that one. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm very new to politics. It would be a huge honour if um, I was asked to... to, to yeah, but, but wait a second uh, now, Brian. You, this is the third city in the Republic. 
right? We, yeah. do, we do not have a cabinet minister across the constituency or across the region. Do not tell me, as the only green TD in the area, that you won't at least get a Ministry of State for whatever use that may or may not be. Well, uh, Joe, I said there's a lot of considerations in these things. There, there's there's a, a, a long queue of... Yeah, like the snub to the people of Limerick, is it, in the entire west of Ireland? Yeah, and it is it is one of the considerations. And It would want to be, wouldn't it? I mean, this is ridiculous nonsense. Now, I know, listen, you guys have to be a little bit careful because you are considering, you know, ministries <laughs> of state. And it's very clever, actually, because what they do is they always separate it out a little bit. They give a few days because they know people like you will end up being asked questions like this by me. And then they keep that in, in the back of the minds of people wondering, will they get a junior ministry yeah and you know patrick is right we we, we can't expect and you know the, it is with the leaders they, they all have said when the question was put to them in the last day or so that the the, the lack of regional balance will be addressed uh, when the ministers uh, for stage are appointed so so we'll wait and see we'll know in, in the next day yeah. or so it feels like scraps from the table guys that's what it feels like Joe, I told you already. I mean, I'm 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 personally disappointed, and I'm disappointed for the region. So, I mean, I, I I don't know how how I can say any more than that. Yeah. Um. And you know that I've been fairly blunt in relation to this issue before. And if this is my version, as you said there a while ago, of me being careful, I I did to hear me not being careful because <laughs> it's certainly certainly something that I probably would get a, a rap over the knuckles for. But look, um, I don't disagree with anything you said, Joe, and I, I think that there will have to come a point in the lifetime of this government um, where um, that issue is going to have to be reflected upon very seriously by the three leaders, and I, mean, I think sooner I, rather yeah. than later. I, mean, I, I almost don't understand how a situation could arise, unprecedented, that six of the seven TDs, and I'm including independent Richard O'Donoghue, who obviously for other reasons wasn't necessarily going to be in the running, but five of the seven were for a senior cabinet ministry. Six of the seven voted for a Corkman as Taoiseach uh, at the convention centre on Saturday and we managed to ha- not have a senior cabinet minister talking to us this morning. I don't know. All right. It's, so it's important not to be parochial about it as well. Like the, the, Not the, to be parochial about it? Absolutely. There are like three the, in one constituency in Cork, including yeah, the, the Taoiseach, job, in one constituency. So the job is not just to represent his constituency, it's to govern the country. Ah, yeah, that's that's the usual stuff we hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely, but, but, absolutely true. And you know, you've got a cabinet there. Uh, of, like, it's, there's a maximum of fifteen as per the constitution. It's always going to be very hard to select personnel. Uh, I think they might have found a way now of putting a senior cabinet minister somewhere from Malinhead to Abbey Field up into Tipperary. You know, there may have been a way of managing that, but obviously not. Yeah, and it's in, you know. It, Patrick made the point that in one constituency alone, down in Cork, you have you have the the new Taoiseach, you have the uh, Simon Coveney, uh, and you have Michael McGrath, and you know, like which of those would you remove in order to to give that balance? So there's there's one other element to this as well, and I think it's important. I mean, before this government was formed, you had um, a whole groups of people in independent benches and everything hedging their bets to know would it be would it be farmed. And then when they saw it being farmed, they all decided to jump on board. So the magic number was 80, and, and it wound up at 93. But what I couldn't for the life of me understand, and I was sitting there absolutely gobsmacked, but there's people elected to Dáil Éireann who abstained on the vote of a Taoiseach. I mean, I've never, how could you be elected to the Dáil and not have an opinion on either the man who was being elected or his ministers to abstain in it? I don't know any constituent or person who votes for Brian Ledden or Patrick O'Donovan who expects us to go 
to the doll and of all issues have no opinion on something as important as On one other um, matter, uh, Patrick O'Donovan, because it obviously has a a big impact on your constituency, Um, the statement that we've heard uh, from Nestle regarding a very important company that they own, Wyeth Nutritionals in Eskeaton, um, suggesting the possibility of redundancies there. Well, as I say, I've I've heard that statement secondhand as well. And look, it's a huge empire. And not only is it a huge empire, but it's a huge empire of of top-end jobs and has been for many generations. And it's a massive exporter, uh, particularly to the Far East. So obviously any um, um, reduction in either production or numbers would be very concerning. But I know that from um, from dealing with them on other issues that they have a fantastic uh, rapport with their, their employment base. They are very committed to Limerick. They are very committed to Ireland. Uh, and I'm sure that, you know, they have a long track record out there of um, negotiating directly within their own employee base. And that's something that I think will, and I'd expect will probably go forward. Okay. Uh, Fine Gael TD, Patrick O'Donovan, Green TD, Brian Ledden. As I said, we did invite Willie O'Dea of Fianna Fall on, but we've been told that he can't make the show. So there's an open invitation to him. And I certainly hope we're going to hear a Fianna Fall voice, and I believe we will, in Niall Collins' TD, along with the other Limerick TDs uh, later on this morning's show. Thank you for your time. Call Limerick today now on 461995.